Welcome to another episode of the Splitting Hairs Podcast, presented by Jackrabbit Illustrated. In this episode, the A-Team recaps the Hobo Day game and talks about the upcoming UNI game in Cedar Falls. Splitting Hairs Podcasts are all presented by Drake's Place, Cottonwood Coffee, and are also sponsored by Dakota Iron Equipment, Shenanigans Pub, and Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. Here's your host, Chad, Dallas, and Matt. And welcome back to the Splitting Hairs Podcast, presented by Jackrabbit Illustrated. Uh, the A-Team in the house tonight, so... We have Chad, and we finally have the return of Dallas. Woo! I'm, oh, I'm back. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my uh, goodness. It's been a long time. I, I grabbed my, my notebook to start making notes, and I had three pages of Iowa. <laughs> and that was it. And I felt so sad. Uh, you've been on since then, haven't you? I don't know. I might have been, but that, that, was, that was the most recent uh, effort I put in, I guess. All right. All right. All right. Uncle Brian, good to see you, man. You always tune in. I appreciate it. All right. So here we go. Um, Jack's coming off a huge Hobo Day victory, 49 to 7. Uh, wasn't in Indiana State, didn't put up as much of a fight as we thought they might. Both Chad and I were a little high on our predictions, uh, but that's all right. Um, happy to get the win. Happy to get the eighth win. We'll talk about that a little bit here coming up. Um, and, man, what a good day. It was just so good seeing so many of you, connecting with you. Beautiful weather, beautiful game. Uh, but before we get into all that, we just we have to thank our sponsors, uh, Cottonwood Coffee of Brookings and uh, Drake's Place of Bottle. Uh, Cottonwood again. A bunch of you tagged me in stuff, stopping in. Uh, I stopped in before I hit tailgating. Got some coffee really quick. Just needed a little quick pick me up, um, and and again, it just reminded me of how great that place is uh, and how fortunate Brookings is to have it. Um, if you can't stop in though, they ship worldwide or ship in the U.S. probably, um, and you can use the Jackrabbit Illustrated discount code JI22 uh, for ten percent off your order. Some exclusions apply, and uh, then Drake's place again. The Drake family out in Bottle. I'm sure some of you might be heading out west to some hunting uh, this fall yet, um, maybe traveling for sports, whatever it may be. Uh, be sure to stop into Drake's. Um, really, really uh, appreciate their support. The delicious food and drink that they have. Fill up on fuel while you're there. All the good stuff. So thank you, Drake's. Thank you, Cottonwood, for your continued support. We really appreciate it. And with that, let's get let's into talk, Day. Let's talk about the atmosphere, shall we? Yeah, let's start there. Yeah. Uh, so, Chad, you, you start. The people read okay. what I thought in Ransom. Yeah, Harris. you know, hey, the library lot was slam-packed full. There wasn't a yeah. single open space to park in. Man, that is the tailgating we've been looking for for, for a while. It's coming together, guys. We need more people every game like this. It was a great atmosphere. Those that aren't able to come but do two or three games a year and maybe you're questioning a couple times next year. We need you there for those, mm -hmm. those that you're questioning there's the running sales. It's a great, it's a great time. It's, I mean, where can you go for 20 bucks, 22 bucks, you know, and then they have the flash sales. They so can get even better deal, you know, for get three, four hours of entertainment. I mean, so, that's. Mm -hmm. So Chad, what, tell me though, outside of just numbers, what made, I mean, I've, I've heard both you guys uh, talk about it, texted about it. 
read some posts and things, but like what what actually made the atmosphere that much better? Like what what I don't know. Can you provide any more color on that? Uh, well, I guess you know it's kind of like some of the intangibles, Dallas. You know when you go to an away game and there's that big game feel, and everybody's excited, and there's people everywhere. Everybody's happy, sporting gear. You know. A lot of camaraderie. The ears up nice. beer was a was a good addition. You know, <laughs> so cool. it, it is very cool. We're we're proud of this thing too. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's more of an intangible thing to me, other than just the numbers, right? I mean, yep. the numbers make that though a little bit. I mean, everybody was there early, mm-hmm. um, and uh, after the parade got over, man, it was just a, it was just great. I mean, a ton of people, but not like too many that it was a. In, uncomfortable but yeah yeah that's cool i mean i, I so, think the fan base in general is still just learning in masses like learning how to do that right right because they probably haven't went to the away games like yep. some of us have and yep. you know yep. yeah I, I will i hold on sorry man so i yeah. i have nothing to add to this because i was not there uh i had something more important to do my daughter ran in the mayak uh conference meet and qualified for regional so super proud of her there and uh, I'm going to brag about me for a minute. I'm pretty sure I was the first person to ever tailgate a women's Division three cross-country meet. And I did it, and I had so much fun. The weather was great. And then I got back in time to watch the game. Hey, perfect. I mean, if That's you're awesome. the first guy to do that, it's a shame for all those that have came before you, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Trendsetter. Hey, someone has to start it. Yeah, exactly. So, Dallas, congratulations to, to your family on that. That's awesome. So, uh, for me to answer that question, I think folks, like you said, are starting to figure it out. You know, I, I got there as I wrote at 1045 and I knew I had to hook up with Chad, uh, meet over at their spot. Cause he had my beer. He had the ears up for me. So I had to get over there, wanted to see them. And yeah, as I was well, crossing, you still haven't hit me on Venmo. Yeah, I did. Didn't I? Maybe I you did it. and I didn't look. Okay. I sent it like 45 <laughs> minutes. I, I was just trying to give you a hard time. <laughs> no, no. Probably um, haven't looked. <laughs> shoot um and so i walked across the the west side parking lot there and there was tons of folks set up already their smokers their their grills going everyone had music pumping playing catch um you know get over to the library lot and there's people everywhere and the cool part about that library lot and even in the backyard now so many of the folks have named their spot whether it's the jackie lentz grill or the group the jackie lentz group or the hairball over in the backyard or the, the jacked up, whatever it is, um, you know, it's just everyone's kind of have this theme. Uh, you kind of start to recognize a lot of the same faces. The Jacqueline's group, um, one of the guys was on KDLT with Borg, and they had shirts with his face printed on it. So they were all wearing these bright yellow shirts uh, with the guy's face on it. So that was awesome to see and just kind of cool. So between the music, the smells, uh, the laughter, the ears up beer, um, the number of folks, like it just felt like a, a huge, awesome tailgating atmosphere. And it's Hobo Day. Everyone's in a good mood on Hobo Day until the game starts usually. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least this year we didn't play you and I, but yeah, next year. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, how do you how do you have a two game winning streak against the school, though? You have to beat them the first time, which will be this year. And then you beat them next year on Hobo Day. Truth. And that starts Truth. the two-game winning streak there. So, yeah, we'll get into you and I a little bit later. Yep. Um, 
So, Chad in Dallas, Dallas, you get to watch the game. So sometimes watching the game, it's a little easier to tell what's actually actually happening. Chad, you did a quick rewatch. What are your guys, Dallas? We'll start with you because you're because you're new here again. What's your initial <laughs> getting, What's your initial impression of yesterday's game? What stood out to you? Getting reacclimated here. The uh, I tweeted it out. The offense just getting to watch them and get the feeling they could do whatever that they they wanted to do. Uh, spread the ball around. Everybody, it was almost uh, what what is state college communist offense. It wasn't exactly how he refers to it, but in the fact that just everybody got a piece of the ball, uh, we got to see just a taste of, you know, what what, what Isaiah was going to do coming back, sat him down early. That was great. Mark looked all world because he is, uh, my goodness, 22 of 28. I mean, almost perfect again. You know, that that's amazing, and I don't know how you call it underappreciated, but I feel like almost we're not appreciating how god dang good this kid is mm-hmm. watching him play, uh, spreading it around, watching no one be able to tackle a Yankee. I think we need to make, like, a tutorial of how to tackle Yankees, or maybe not. Maybe we don't want anybody to know, but it's, man, it's just so hard to bring down. And then, you know, Kraft looking like a complete freak of nature a couple of times with what he could do, and, and yeah, just, just seeing it spread around. So that was cool. Um Another thing I might want to get into later is uh, appreciating Coach Luhan and, and, and the play calling because I know we've, we've texted about this and talked a little bit, but I don't know if – has anybody talked about play calling this year? Like, I don't feel nah. like it's been – no, it doesn't get brought up. And, and really. to me, like, for an OC, that's almost like an official. If you're doing a great job, nobody talks about you. And mm-hmm. it's that sort of thing with Luhan right now. Obviously, in the defense dialed up, but uh, – I mean, in, in general, I think that's my biggest takeaway, though, uh, back to the offense, though, is just seeing the ball spread around, seeing everybody get a touch, and letting them kind of test out and just do what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on. Is, I, that, is, I mean, that, is that a legit old-fashioned? That is a legit old-fashioned. Oh, my show. God. I'm jealous. You <laughs> even have the giant cube. Uh, for those of you listening here after the fact, we've got a, <laughs> Chad's got a legit highball glass. He's got, I assume, uh, muddled bitters. Uh, we've got the giant sphere uh, ice cube. Ice cube, yes. And yes, and the orange, the orange peel. peel on yes. top. Great job, Bravo! It, it's perfect. My did wife you notice makes a good old fashioned for me? Did you know how smooth that is? Do you see it get handed in right behind him, and <laughs> like it just comes off screen into it the actually picture? Got brought up at tailgating. One of the guys like so. What's that in your glass? And I'm like, oh, which glass? And he's like, you know, the clear glass. And I'm like, oh, that's an old fashioned. And he's like, that's a legit big boy drink. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like whiskey. Yeah. I mean, the play calling's been great. Yeah. I'd I'd like to applaud it outside of too many swing passes and tunnel screens. That's the only thing I ever comment on. That's my opinion. That does not reflect the opinions of the <laughs> podcast. But we had a tunnel screen that went okay, but if the guy tackles our guy, we get blown up. But I do want to point out that as a positive, you know, we went for it with a minute on the mm-hmm. clock going, mm-hmm. we've never done that. Uh, maybe not never, but that's not our MO when we're up that high. I love the aggressiveness there. Mm. You know, that that was excellent. And then we had the fourth and one. <laughs> And we went for it there. That was in the third quarter. We went for it there and Tucker snuck it. And, you know, I mean, that's how we got our last touchdown. Play calling's been great. I mean, I guess I'll let a 
let us swing past too many or tunnel screen too many go. <laughs> I would yeah. love to see a breakdown on the the I don't know, we don't call it Wildcat, do we? Whatever whatever we call it again. Uh, on the, the shift where no one decided to touch the running back on three consecutive carries. Yeah, or not, right. not, they weren't consecutive, but the three times they ran it, no one got touched. And I want to know what we saw in that defense schematically uh, when we called that because they had perfect play calls every time. Yeah. I love that Isaiah faked pitches it to Mark or yeah. faked, faked it on one for sure. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I want to go back um, to this. Where was it? Ben. Ben Leak says, I'm a senior in the pride of the Dakotas. Everyone in the band was super hyped for this, this game all week. And Ben, I want to say thank you because the pride is huge this year and has we been love awesome. the pride. Yeah. You, you guys we cheer you guys every time you come off the field at the beginning of the game. That's us <laughs> idiots screaming at you over yeah. in the north corner. And no. going back a, a bajillion years, we used to talk about this as players that I don't know how many uh, college football teams appreciate their band, but I know that we did and actively spoke about it. So thanks for doing what you do, man. You guys, you put the hours in too. Yeah. Yeah. And good luck at Macy's. That's so cool for your guys' yeah. program. So yeah. And, and they got $50,000 from the department of tourism. At Why the didn't that? So that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. They, they had an announcement. Uh, cool. Missed Governor Noam was there for that, I guess. So cool. Congrats. Yeah. Um, all right. So another thing like that we brought up was was Tucker Craft. And and I did find it humorous, you know, that Indiana State, their linebacker, Idle Tree or whatever his name was, uh, said they had a great plan in place. Like the last couple of weeks, they've eliminated what the opponent wanted to do. And so they felt like they had a great plan to eliminate the tight ends from SDSU's offense. Did and they know we have three of them. <laughs> do they know we have three of them? Yeah, right. <laughs> And that was early and often those three were involved. And I, for one, super happy Mike Morgan got a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I mean, that guy, I just love him. He got a carry last week, um, which I just think is legendary. If he could have hosted, that would have been even better. Did you see how excited the rest of the team got yeah, when he scored? Right. I mean, you could just see the joy in everybody's face. God, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And that speaks to the family and the cohesiveness of this team that we keep hearing about, right? So yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it's it's pretty special when a guy like that that everybody on the team knows is putting in all the work but not getting all the credit gets a chance to shine a little bit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, says Rick Jensen. Excellent. Yeah, uh, Jordan Fink, a great point on the offensive efficiency. Uh, Gronowski, Gronowski, Chiefers, looks healthier and healthier, uh, seriously looking like an elite quarterback. And Stig mentioned this on the post game, I believe with Miriam, if not in the press conference, just that the game right now looks so slow for Mark. And, and I think um, Tom Neiman might have talked about it a little bit too, just that the game is just, he's slowing down. Um, the one play where the pass rusher was free off the edge, right on his blind side, uh, Mark finally saw him right at the end, evaded him, and then made the smart play and just tossed the ball out of bounds. I mean, that's a veteran move, um, and he's still a guy that has started less than 20 games, right? Uh, right around that number. Right around that um, number, yeah. And he just he made it look so effortless. I mean, gosh. I, I don't know. I don't know. He looks great right now. I'm loving it. 22 of 28 for 233, three touchdowns by air and one rushing. Yeah. I mean – that's a guy you want on your team, right? I mean, yeah. What, what else, even just stats wise, he's he's excellent. And then he has the intangibles, a little 
you know, the fakes and that. He's, mm -hmm. yeah, he's great. What do you I think, Dallas? I feel like you guys have talked about that a, a few times. One of, one of the two, uh, one of the two pods did in the last few weeks, but his, his play fakes, like I frequently get confused as to who has the ball. The, yep. the cameraman frequently gets confused where the ball is at. Like there, there's something more to how he does that. It, it's a very, it seems like a simple thing, but it's not. Right, it's not just going through emotion. There's something about his his body language, the energy, just the flow of it that that you know just does very very well and, and causes uh, confusion and, and headaches there. And I sorry I forget you read a lot of his stats there, but you know on top of that I don't know if you mentioned you know again zero picks, no zero sacks, picks, yep. like just doesn't do any of the things that hurt the team. There's there's you know there's there's very solid productive numbers, but then nothing negative also and. I mean, God, what a what a leader and, and what a just what a productive, great quarterback we're watching right now. Yeah, and that's kind of what Matt was talking about, where he maybe would get that sack and he throws the ball away. And and that's what we were wanting for years and years uh, from our previous quarterbacks that sometimes they just wouldn't like tearing seemed to hold on to the ball just a little too much. And you know, there were times if you just throw it away, I mean it wouldn't be such a negative play, it'd just be back to the line of scrimmage. So mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. Other quarterbacks as well. It's just the one that sticks in my mind. I'm not picking on him. He was a great quarterback, obviously. Yep. On this, so Jim Poppin here brings up a great point. Uh, keeping the gas pedal pushed down and not letting up is a plus this year. Don't need to run the score up, but need to stay aggressive. So, Dallas, as a player and someone that's been on the field, um, where, 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 what does that feel? Like if when, you, when you're going to get a big win like this, being aggressive but not letting up, like how do you find that balance of – yeah, self-preservation in a way too. Like, yep. yeah. So let's see. Getting into it, it's a great feeling, and and, and I didn't play, uh, you know, on on a, obviously no one's played on a team like this, right? Like we're we're kind of in uncharted waters here, but sure. You know, when when you've got a big lead, when you get to, you know, it feels good uh, starting to sit people going into the fourth quarter. Like that that feels sure. great. There's no letdown feeling there. Like that is a celebratory thing because you get excited for for everybody to get reps, for the younger guys to get reps, um, and yeah, I, I think that's it. Now there, there's always this weird balance too of the lines because it, you know you sit skill guys first, and typically you kind of keep the lines in at least on offense. And I we we sat the O line pretty quick this last game. I forget exactly when it was, but I I was very surprised how quickly we sat our, our old line down. And I thought it was great getting the next set of guys some reps because, you know, every year I feel like that's been kind of um, uh, something going into the season where we've got great starters, but we've got some untested guys behind them. So getting some more reps in there is great. But, uh, again, I think it's mostly just feeling happy that uh, you're in a good spot, the game is under control, and, and everybody else gets to get to see some action. Yeah. What about, so I'm just going to ask here because I think we have to talk about it eventually. Yep. You know, Isaiah Stalbert being in the game fairly late yep. and getting called for targeting yep. there. I mean, that's that's a risk too in today's game. I mean, that yeah. really needs uh, to change. It, it really does. It does. It needs it needs to be like a face mask. And again, you can say it's it's more dangerous and whatever, but that's that's my take. I understand that we had to change the game. I've got a son that plays that's going into high school next year. I get it. Um, you know, back in the days when you'd knock somebody out and think it was the best thing ever, like mm -hmm. that, that can't happen anymore. Uh, that's barbaric and stupid. So I understand, but making a guy miss for playing a hard, aggressive football play, sitting out and missing part of next game, that is garbage. 
And, and I'm not going to debate the the way the rule is written. Fine. Let it be written mm. however it is, but s- stop it. Stop making them sit out. Yeah. But Sorry, back to this game, though. I don't know... Uh, Matt, you're the one that knows all the players inside and out, so I, I don't know what the depth is like behind those guys because we're, I mean, we're 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 darn near starting guys that we didn't see, think we'd see the field. There. Time, so. Yeah. so, so that's the uh, that's the position where we can't lose another guy. Oh yeah. Stal- yeah, it's Caleb Francis was the starter at that position at the start of the year. Yeah. Dayton McGoy has played that position, and now Stalbert's playing that position, and. You know, Peyton Schaefer can play all three. He's uh-huh. ultra talented there, so I'd expect that to happen. Um, so you'd have a lineup then of Jason Freeman, Savion Williamson in the middle, and then Peyton filling in for Isaiah for a half. Um, that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me. It just stinks right now. You know, our three fastest linebackers in a game that we could definitely use them: Adam Bach, Isaiah Stalberg, Dayton McGoy, are you know all out or out for the first half at least. So if Adam box in this game, I don't think they get a hundred yards rushing. Well, well, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that just doesn't happen. Yeah. I, right? It's so quick. I am so happy to see uh Savion play. Yeah. I just, because I'm, mm. I'm, I'm in Mankato. He's a Wasika sure. guy. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, seeing a guy put the time in being a, like a, to, to me, a local kid, very cool. Very happy to see him out there and, and take, take advantage of it. Right. I mean, all these guys that have stepped in have, have absolutely stepped up and done what they needed to do. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to take away from the, the, the oh, no, players that are playing yeah, now no, no, by no, any means. Box just got that extra step of quickness. And he well, gets, when he's he an All-American. The... Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, those guys are real close. Right? You start, you start close. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wish, you know, I wrote this in Ransom Raves, and I wish on the review for for – targeting that there could be a some type of line like it, it, you know kind of like Isaiah, a personal foul and yeah in basketball like flagrant one flagrant two yeah right exactly right because isaiah's hit like it's a hard football hit he put his helmet into the guy's chest like and and, and his head got hurt when he slammed it on the back of the ground like that's <laughs> i, I want to know what the definition of launching is because if I'm trying to tackle you in some fashion, I'm launching at you, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Like, and and, and well, last week everyone said, you know, with with uh, um, Graham Spalding, is that well, he never wrapped up. <laughs> Isaiah wrapped up. It was it was yeah. perfect, you know. So the it problem just, was he caught like this part of his hat above his face yeah, mask, yeah. which is also crown of the helmet. But when yep, the average yeah. Joe thinks crown of the helmet, we're thinking here, not here. Yeah, you know. Yep. yep. I mean, it just. It, it's it's it just wasn't tough. head contact. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I would just like to see uh, a scale of if they're going to keep targeting, you know, a, a targeting one and a targeting two or something like that. I don't know. I, maybe that even complicates it more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. No one no one gets it the way it is. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Yeah, um, I don't want to. I don't want to let this comment go. Sure. Because the Stash Brothers are making it happen. Yeah. How many people? Caught Mark Gronowski's video after the game. Glorious, awesome sash. Now his mom told me he's a little bit afraid his his girlfriend's gonna shave it off while he sleeps. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't say that out. Sorry, Dad, for sharing that. But uh, but I think he should keep it. That 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 was the point. I think he should keep it. It looks amazing. Yeah, 
Gosh. It's a rally stash now. You got to keep that. Uh, yeah, you got to keep it, bud. How many weeks is Bach going to be out? So it sounded like before this game, four to six. So three to five, I would say now, Scott. So, um, And they did but, on the TV broadcast, they did yeah. say likely six. As they yep. were showing him through the window, looking yep. like he basically, it, the, the scene looked like he was laid up in a hospital bed. I know that wasn't yeah. the case, it but funny. That, it, it looked funny. really dramatic uh, through the uh, window. <laughs> oh, Yo, funny. Jace, we don't have to state the obvious thing. Yeah, Jace, <laughs> they should have traded Rodgers. Gosh. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Gosh, look at this. Dallas comes back and just gets all the love. What's up, Kip? People were tired of me talking, obviously. Kip's Kip's little brother uh, was my quarterback in high school. Hey, cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. How do you say that last name? Wackel. Wackel. He played at at SDSU. His brother played some college ball. Fantastic athletes. Yep. We, We do have to mention something sad here and it's indiana state converting on a damn fake punt oh my goodness (laughs) more special team stuff i i just don't know what to do at this point with special teams the guy that was (sighs) sealing on the edge ran the other way so they saw Mm -hmm. the stunt that we tend to run and 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 used it to just beat us yeah and oh man yeah it's frustrating isn't it yeah, it, I just at this point I just don't know. Well, you know, with with punt return especially, like if if or punt punt coverage, any 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 special teams right now feels like it could be a boom or bust on any play. And going into the playoffs, that concerns me when special teams really matters and can decide games. We have to clean it up. We, we have need to. some consistency there, don't we? Yeah, and consistency yeah. can't be bad consistently. So yep. you met, this is changing topics a little bit, but I feel like you missed a rant or at least what mine would have been. Okay. Just in general, the fourth down conversions uh-huh. weren't costly, but God, it was annoying. Yeah. yeah. And I think part of it too, is I remember back as you know, when you're on the field to me as a defensive player, there's nothing worse than a fourth mm-hmm. down conversion because mm-hmm. you get conditioned to, Hey, I did my job on third down. We're done. Yay. And yep. they go for it on fourth and convert. And at least this, again, this is just to me, it was such a dagger. I hated that feeling. Like, God dang it, we got to start over now again. Yep. And what did we give up? Six of them? Five? What? It, it was a bunch, whatever it was. It felt like it, wasn't Jeez. it? it was I think it was four. Four? I thought it was, I thought it was five. Was yeah, it five it, including the whatever? Yeah, they were better on fourth down conversion than third down conversion. Is all I know. And yeah, yeah, yeah like you said, it, it was it was terrible. And right again, you get, it's it's a team, and I'm I am so nitpicking here because you it's, you're playing no, it's a good, team with literally nothing to lose. So of course they're going to just go for it on fourth because why the hell not? Yeah. Uh, but still, it it if I had to find one thing that I know would just would have driven me nuts, that would have been it. Yeah. And uh, shoot, never mind. <laughs> Um, gosh, what I was going to say, completely lost it. Oh, no, the man. fourth downs drove me quite crazy too. Um, it, it, but, but in a normal game, our team's going to take that risk. Like maybe, I guess. Uh, Once, not, not, I mean, not, not four or five of them or whatever it was. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, mean, I think it was only, four. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say only when they're in the position that that team was right. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. you're down like that far. Yeah. But now when, when we when we transition here to talk about this next week, you have another team with nothing to lose for a different reason. They don't have nothing to lose. They have everything to gain. Everything to gain. Mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe maybe we should get into game balls presented by Dakota Iron. Ooh, Dakota okay, Iron. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's make that transition. Dakota Iron here in Sioux Falls, place to get your heavy equipment. That could be anything from a combine to a skid steer. They provided most of the equipment for the recent upgrades on campus. Dakota Iron's your one stop. Contact John. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> what was that noise? I don't, someone's phone, but not mine. <laughs> mine. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Dallas. I bring a little of the B team flavor. Everything, the, the wheels have fallen off. I love it. So, so if I, if I need just some, we some, got former some... players calling me out too. Like, which Barjan's like, yeah, get Chad off there. Oh, I love it. The guy Mitch is a good dude. And He's world traveler. Guy. He, my God, do you see the pictures? Been all over the place. He's lately. always in some random yeah. weird place. Yeah, That's the guy everybody knows is Mitch Farge. Oh, heck yeah. yes. Yes. Dudes. So so just to, in closing here, if I need some sort of major piece of equipment, where do I go again? Dakota Iron. Oh, gotcha. Falls, South cool. Dakota, West 12th Street. Should do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no train, Jim. Definitely. All right. So my <laughs> offensive game ball. Uh, went to Mark Ganowski. We talked about him already. Um, again, just phenomenal. Just his leadership, his poise in the pocket, his decision-making, uh, and then the stats. There's nothing to sneeze at. It, it was st- stats like that. The way he's distributing the, the ball stash? to all those weapons. The stash, too. Oh. Yeah, the, yeah. the stats. The stats. Yeah. Oh, stats, sorry. Stats and stash, yeah. Dallas, who you got? I, I got to go with Mark. There's no – again, those numbers are absurd. Spread the ball around evenly. Played – uh, his second almost perfect game in a row. So, I mean, that's obvious pick, you guys, and you're not wrong by any means. Please pick was, somebody else. Try. I'm, I'm picking someone else. Good. I am. Yeah, that's okay. the whole point of this discussion. <laughs> I kind of was tempted to give it to Landon Wolf because he got a couple catches. It's good to see that guy back oh, out so there. so happy to see him back. So happy to see that guy back out there. But the other guy we were talking about, and you brought it up earlier, and the guy who I'm giving my game ball to, Mike Morgan. That guy's um, such a nice. stud. It's great to see him get a tutty. Um, couldn't be happier. Yeah. Uh, why don't we move over to defense? Dallas, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Freeman. Yeah. Ten, ten tackles. I know you, you went you went a different way. I mean, you could have mm-hmm. gone a few different ways, Matt, but yeah. I got to go with Freeman, and I will give uh, about the biggest compliment, or just in, in, at least to me this would be the biggest compliment. My, my son plays linebacker. And if I could pick anyone to say, Hudson, play like that, that's who I want him to play like. Reckless abandon, chopping dudes down, the way that he just finds a crease, you know, he'll, just the way that he flows with the play, finds a crease, and his acceleration between his, 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 the point where he plants and commits to the ball to the ball carrier, like he basically just teleports. It's, he's so quick, and it's so fun to watch, and I love it. Mm. Jason, that's awesome. Yeah, Matt, who'd you have? Yeah, I went with Schaefer and Savion. I just, like, the way they filled in the first half this week, they're going to have to fill in again next week. Uh, It's just so impressive. I mean, we've I've seen it since I started Jack Harbert Illustrated. Seniors who don't play a lot, who check out, you know. And it's not their fault that they haven't – I mean, it's just injury. It's injury, and they have a very talented room. Not to say that they're not talented – uh, but at this point, they hadn't played meaningful snaps, you know, a ton of meaningful snaps in base defense. They just hadn't. And they have been phenomenal the last two weeks when the team has needed them the most. And I just have a ton of respect for those guys for being able to focus, uh, whether it's in meetings, in practice, 
and, and keep their bodies right so that they can contribute when they're called upon. So that's why they get my game balls there. Nice. And to be the antagonist here, I got to go a different way, right? You know, yeah. I got a question to answer. Jordan Fink, what's my whiskey of choice? Well, mostly bourbons. Um, you know, wearing the Tennessee shirt today. There's a lot. I do believe that this was a single barrel from JJ's of Buffalo Trace that my wife brought me. Oh, it was either Trace that or, so or, Sa- or Sazerac. Um, just by the taste, I, I know that. Um, anyway, no, I'm, it's got a spice to it, man. I, I don't know how to explain that different. My game ball's getting back on topic. I, I wanted to go Freeman like you, Dallas. Um, you know, just like Matt's rants and raves i thought those were great picks too but i think i'm gonna go dallas Beanham because that kid has a nose for the football and all he does is make plays and Mm -hmm. catch interceptions i I love it so he 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 gets my game ball sophomore junior i mean he's a he's technically i mean he's a junior listed on the roster but he has three years left i believe Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I had him as a junior off the roster. Two, 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 two years left. left. Two years left. Yeah, I believe oh, so. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He's, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. He's, he might uh, take my dad's interception records. Uh-oh. If anybody did, he just, he's a ball hawk, uh, especially getting an extra year. So I'll yeah. petition to make sure we put an asterisk next to it. Just kidding. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. But I, dude, he's, yeah, he's fantastic. He's Dallas Club. Uh-oh. Dallas Club feud. Man. <laughs> so I'll start us off with special teams. I think the 49-year punt return by Jackson earns him my game ball. Uh, that was a heady play. Yep. A little bit risky, but I love the aggressiveness. That's, yep. you know me. If you've been around me at a football game or listened to my ranting, I like to I'd be an aggressive coach. So, Matt, who you got? Yep, same. That was a great play. Ball bone straight to him, made a play. So. Yeah, it was. Same. I will say this is, isn't, I don't know if this is an old man stay off my lawn take. Because even even as a, as a player, I hated when a return, uh, a return specialist would let the ball bounce around near them and then grab it in traffic. Drove me, at 20 years old, it just drove me insane. I think because I couldn't imagine doing that myself, maybe, but <laughs> like, I know that I would just move, bobble it and, and turn it over. But yeah, it was a great play. That was awesome. Yeah. You can't get enough of those. It's a, harkens back to uh, the guy who could not be stopped and caught anything and ran it back. Right. Your buddy. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, so one last thing on this that, that we just need to talk about and not take it for granted is that the Jacks reached eight counter wins yesterday. And no Missouri Valley team has ever missed the playoffs after winning eight games. So yesterday's win likely secures the 11th straight playoff appearance for this program. Wow. And that's pretty phenomenal. And there's tons of schools around the country that would kill to make the FCS playoffs. And we've done it now 11 straight years. I believe besides NDSU, James Madison had a similar length, uh, a streak um, as us. They're gone now. So we are in sole possession of that second longest streak of playoff run. Um, and that's just cool. Like that's that's something yes. that we need to be proud of. We cannot uh, take it for granted, but we also want don't, don't want to settle on it. There's more out there this year. I think we all know that. And um, this is a segue here. And I know – Mark, in the post game, uh, complained about the media talking about a letdown game, a trap game, <laughs> something like that. And I get it, man. We, 
we don't want to talk about it either. It drives us bonkers. Um, but that's our job. We got to talk. And about we've it. been here and we've suffered through it, right? <laughs> like you've been here two years, dude. We love that you've been here for two years. You haven't been here as long as us. It's I. I don't have to be a Vikings fan because I'm a Jackrabbit fan. All right. I I had that exact same thought, and I with all due respect, I had this like okay. I've been doing this since you were like three. Um, so no, every, so I mean, any sport, right? Every team is different. Last year's team has little to do with the previous year's team. You mentioned the Vikings, which is a great take, uh, you know, as a Minnesotan, I'm used to what happens to Minnesota sports teams, right? Is that logical at all? Hell no. Those things have nothing to do with each other, but just somehow you get conditioned and that's, what's fun about sports and you need something to gripe about and get excited. And so anyway, I get, I, I get his, his point of view is like, shut yep. the hell up. We're us. Let us do our thing, which yep. is great. I love that out of a leader. Yeah. No, yeah, but can we can't have it. a letdown next next week, <laughs> right? He, he can say, and we can't have a letdown. We can't yeah. have our typical letdown. Yeah. He can keep telling us that. I appreciate yep. that. I appreciate his me, mindset. Same. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I do, too. Right. I love it. Chad, we've gotten asked three times for your thoughts on Ears Up. We need to answer Josh's question. It tastes like beer. <laughs> It's no, it's, I want more than I haven't had it either. I would like more than that. Come on, it's a beer that tastes like if you just imagined what beer tastes like, just like when you were a kid and you smelt the old cans, and not in a bad way, it's got a sweet corn kind of flavor. It's like the big friendly Green Belt Premium, they call it a oh. premium beer. Um, they told me it's made with a coal yeast, so it's got that sweetness, kind of okay. that grainy that well, i called it corn but that grainy flavor yeah. it's a real good real easy drinkable beer you nice. know five percent it's not going to get you drunk if you're a man uh, unless you drink a bunch of them so you know <laughs> it's an easy drink in beer you can have out on the lawnmower it's great and if, I, if if you want my personal thoughts on it versus some of for, for instance other beers i'm pretty sure it's a similar grain bill to the one they call wedge which is their golf beer that they Ooh. add some fruit to it's a real tasty beer as well and very drinkable, just like this. So is that is that more than it tastes that's like good. beer? It is. <laughs> that, that's exact. Kolsch and Grain Belt. Those two things told me what it tastes like. Thank you. And the, the cans, I'm assuming those are, are they pints? These are, yeah, pounds. Oh, pints? Yeah. Very nice. I liked it. Um, I, oh, it's real I, good. I like craft beer too. And, and Chad's right. It's, it's very drinkable. Um, and you can drink more than one too, like pretty easily. So yeah, it's a good beer. So, I mean, I've drank one on this podcast. We're not even halfway through. <laughs> that a boy. That a boy. Oh, man. So, Ron Loney. I don't know. Ron, man. Um, UND's ranked right now. Um, they probably won't be by the end of the season. Who knows? Um, Big and Sky's then, beating up on themselves, too, though. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, uh, it's I don't tough... lost. So, yeah. Ron asked, who would our good wins be? If outside of NDSU, um, and really, um, Cal, not not Cal Poly, UC Davis UC is ranked Davis. now too. Yeah. UND's twenty fourth, Cal Davis is twenty fifth. So you know, top twenty five wins. What do you do though? You play the teams in front of you. You know, that's what you do. Play Unfortunately, the the, the the SoCon's going to get one more team than they deserve. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Butler is having a good season in the Pioneer for what that's worth. Six and two. So, yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right. right. I mean, you look at just strength of schedule. Are we? I mean, we're top ten. We're are we? Well, I mean, we are. Yeah. Yep. Real, I mean, it's we're not. We don't play a garbage schedule. So. No. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about you and I. And you and I, as usual, when we play them, is playing for their playoff lives. If they win out, they'll be in. If they lose one, they're they're out essentially. So we're gonna get their best shot. Uh, they're coming off of just a, a wild game against Southern Illinois. Um, not sure how, how many of you caught it or caught the tail end or even saw the highlights. It was kind of overshadowed by some of the bigger games or the other games happening around the country. Um, but they won 37 to 36. And the ending of this game was just wild. I was able to catch the end of it. And um, at the end, uh, uh, Southern Illinois had it about the 40, 45 yard line. Uh, attempted a Hail Mary. You and I's defensive lineman, defensive end, lined up off sides, threw the flag right away, <laughs> and the pass was intercepted by you and I in the end zone. Uh, so they moved it five yards further forward. Um, they got a second crack at it. Baker got tons of time to dance around, threw it up, caught at the one yard line, maybe at the three yard line. And the guy got can't, they got tackled at like the half yard line, is where they marked the ball down. Game over, um, insane ending to it. So, you and I is coming off of a game where they just played a full game, um, and they their offense is on fire right now. They're running the ball well. They're passing the ball well. Theo Day, who was a three or four star recruit to Michigan State, is their quarterback, six five, big dude. Um, he looks great right now. He looks like a four star recruit, probably. Let us lit us up last year. Yeah. Last week he had against Southern Illinois, he had 330 yards and five touchdowns, went 27 for 32. And we know Southern Illinois' pass defense isn't great. I mean, they made Bauman from USD look like a future Hall of Famer, and we saw how he looked against Youngstown this week. Uh, but he but there he's a good player, and he has a ton of weapons to throw to on the outside. We can get into that a little bit. Chad, do you want to talk a little bit about Dom Williams? I know you were looking up some stuff on him a little bit. Yeah, Dom Williams is is their go-to guy when it comes to running the ball. And, you know, against Missouri State, that guy had four touchdowns. Yep. And that's a record down there. Four touchdowns, pretty ridiculous. The guy, let's see, what's his, what's his averages here? He's got five 5.8 per carry, nine touchdowns this year, um, and, again, four four touchdowns in a single game. That's a pretty fat stat to yeah. steal yeah, Sean's stat. line. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, and and, the, and then they have a change of pace back, um, yeah. McShane, that is just you know really exciting yeah. with the ball in his hands. Uh, Vance McShane, it's De- his brother Deion still oh, yeah. is on this yeah, roster, sorry. plays wide receiver. Uh, and Vance is averaging 5-3 a carry. Um, and, again, just a, a really a speedster, really. They're going to do some – And he doesn't quite have the touchdowns, but, you know – 5.3 is pretty solid, even if you yeah. only got one touchdown. So, well, anytime yep. you got a solid quarterback and a one-two punch at running back, you're going to win a bunch of games, and yep. you're going to be dangerous. Yep. Yep. And on the outside, you know, gone is Isaiah Weston, who still gives me nightmares. And last year – I was if, super fast. Yeah. You'll remember the Hobo Day game. of They just basically threw it up to him, play after play after play after play after play, and that's how we lost. <laughs> um <laughs> But, but they have a much more balanced attack. Sam Schnee, who's been on the roster for a long time, has, has kind of emerged this year as a playmaker. 
Um, he's averaging 15 and a half per reception, two touchdowns, long as 70. You know, we mentioned Dion McShane, 29 receptions. Uh, Sergio Morency has stepped up. Alex Allen has been a nice tight end for them, reliable, uh, 17 for 264. So again, a 15-yard average. And then Logan Wolf. So this is something I'm just now noticing looking at this, guys. So one, two, three, four, five. Oh, they really their first the five receivers. Right. Their first five receivers all average more than 15 yards per reception. <laughs> and then you have Quan Hampton, who gave us fits in the spring season, the transfer from Kansas, who's a fun little player, if you remember that. So they have six wide receivers that, uh, you know, five wide receivers and a great tight end uh, that we're going to have to match up with in the passing game. So that's going to be something to watch. That's exciting. And a big offensive line, like you and I always has. So, yeah. Are they wasty? I, I didn't get a chance. I didn't give the eyeball test on film. I don't think when you're a big dude, you're wasty. Unless you're talking about that I have extra waste compared to most people. Hey, I'm I would a bit say extra wasty. I think Indiana State was a little wasty. Oh, they yeah. were They were you know, fat. Some, there was somebody no. said it. Man, they were big. Somebody said it in the comments that, you know, their offensive line really wasn't that bad. And you and I talked about it before the podcast, Matt. They actually did a pretty good job, uh, all things considered, because we got a hell of a defensive line, and we got one sack, and that was, what, Quinton coming around on the the right right side there? Yep. yep. It was a great play, by the way, and I'm I'm glad Mm -hmm. to see Q back in there getting that sack. Yeah, he he actually was my my number two uh, player of the Mm -hmm. game. You know, just just right – Getting on uh, three tackles, having a TFL and a sack, and, and just seeing him—he he had, he had a, a fairly dominant-looking game, even when he wasn't uh, in the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, back to the wide receivers, real quick. I, I haven't—I've seen parts of two games, is all I've watched of you and I. I, I intended to try to check out a little more, but it, it is a little bit concerning seeing how well they spread the ball around like that. That's always worrisome, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, because it, it's. The you know you look at the yardage and the number of receptions and it it trails off fairly evenly once you get down to like six or seven receivers but then also you look in in the red zone and the touchdowns are pretty even it's like two two three two four as you go down the list so I mean the, those guys know how to know how to catch the ball and know how to score yeah and then we haven't even mentioned this guy but he was Valley newcomer of the week this week uh, Desmond Hudson he is a big wide receiver and he's a transfer. Um, from Iowa, of course, they get so many players from Iowa. So, um, no, yeah, 2019, he came in from Iowa, just a big, look, <laughs> big dude. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, they scored I, points this week, didn't geez, they? I saw a stat. There's only three games this year where an FBS team hasn't scored a touchdown and they have two of them. Oof. Oof. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Took it off the rails. All right. Yeah. Iowa. Um, so we'll see. I, I, um, I just, I don't, I, I need to watch some more. You and I, I've watched them in bits and pieces. I watched them against Indiana state, you know, five weeks ago and Indiana state really made them look ordinary. Um, and we saw how poor Indiana state's offense is, but again, that was five weeks ago. And it feels like you and I has figured something out on offense and is really clicking at the right time here. So we'll see. That and, and Farley always <laughs> finds a way to give us fits, right? Just yeah. like, Always. Yeah. Always. Well, just in general, I mean, the, the, the yards they're putting up well over 400 a game. I mean, that you, you got to pay attention to that. I mean, they're, yeah. they're moving the ball more than we have so far. Yep. 
Yep. And we'll see. I'm glad you brought up Farley and we'll see if he can get a third mortgage on his soul, you know, to make the playoffs again. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see well, about that. Skeletor's got his magic. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's flip over and talk about their defense a little bit. Um, defensively, this is not the usual you <laughs> and I Panther defense that we see. Um, they, they have struggled this year against the run and against the pass. They are, they are not, they're, they're just aren't the defense that we've seen before. I mean, Nick Baker was Valley player of the week and just passed for 485 yards against them um, last week. And that's, that's been a theme this year. Teams are passing the ball at will against you and I. So we will see what happens here. Their, their defensive line, Christian Boyd is still there and he's listed as a junior. I just can't believe that their big defensive tackle 99 feels like he's been there a thousand years. Uh, Spencer Cuvalier is still there. Bryce Flater is still there at linebacker. Those two are, you know, been Valley selections in the past. Uh, Minnesota transfer Benny Sapp at safety. Javon Breck is still at safety. And then a couple interesting players at corner, uh, Stefan Black, who we recruited out of Kansas city, originally committed to air force. Um, Really a nice player. Had a chance to end the game against Southern Illinois and had an interception go through his hands. And then uh, this guy's a fun name, Woo Governor. So uh, Woo Ooh. Governor is the, the corner opposite him and a transfer, I believe, from Central Michigan. So something to watch there is those two. So yeah, you know what? You know what that screams to me? A, we could win, win, win with our offense, and B, the game will be decided by our special teams play. Yeah, yep. That's that's oh, how I see that. Like, all right, that's an interesting take. I think we run for a billion yards. <laughs> okay, I, I do. I just you look at. I mean, they're they're giving up. You know, like one it's close to two hundred yards a game rushing. I think it was one eighty yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was a decent chunk. I just I, I don't think it's going to be. It might be tied at halftime, and I think we grind them down. I think Mason continues to have the the season that he's having. <laughs> Uh, I got Lee texted me here. I, I did not see it. Apparently, Mason McCormick changed a play on the goal line or in, in, in the red zone. And I, I don't know that in the history of football that an offensive lineman has changed a play, but I got to go back and watch that. So sure. he called an audible from I the right I don't guard? know, but that's absolutely fantastic if he did. So I got to go back and watch that, but I mean, dude, he's he's playing at at the highest caliber level. I mean, the whole line has stepped up. I mean, yep. Gus is playing great, uh, just just all the way across the old line. I just we're we're too much for them, I, I think. So that that's my take on the game. Sure, Randy Randy Jacobs makes a good point. It's a good game to play ball control. You know, if yep. you don't let their offense have the ball, it's kind of hard for them to win. Yep. Well, they're, they're losing time of possession too. I saw that one earlier. Yep, I did see that as well. Um, just barely I means yeah barely but but still it's still that's a good point and opponents i mean they've been excellent on third downs we missed this 53 percent but opponents are also converting at 50 percent so i mean it's really like it's going to be an interesting game to see um i'm really curious you know you and i always has a dominant you know defensive line player a dominant pass rusher somewhere along there they don't have that. They didn't have that last year, and it didn't really matter. Their defense still found a way to slow down our offense, and it sounded like a bad day for our offense last year against you and I. We had a bunch of drops that game. Yep. Um, so let's hope the team comes out focused and just ready to take care of business in this one. 
Yeah, so. don't let this be the game we trip up like we normally do. I did. <laughs> are, you, are you? Should should I should I print a picture of you for them for us to put on our bulletin board? I'll just do that right now. Gosh. Uh, you mentioned special teams, and I it doesn't look like they've had any real explosive returns or anything. So I think this is a I don't even call it a get right game. That's a little derivative, but I, I think that we could really shut them down in the special teams game, take care of the ball, and, and win that phase. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Scott, the the offensive line has definitely come together and mm. playing well as a unit. You definitely, Indeed. you know, I'm super happy we were able to rest Isaiah the second half, and even really rest Amar. For, for the fourth quarter, too, Angel and Josh took a lot of carries, even in the third. Um, so I'm I'm excited that we have two fresh backs, an offensive line that is just clicking right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about the Unidome. Um, again, don't want to give bulletin they'll board still material. still have that stain on the carpet? Yeah, right. Not that. But they, they have they – have I mean, they had a really big dog in there, and, you know, it's hard to get those out. <laughs> they have struggled with attendance this year. And, it, and, and it, their attendance has not been good. It's been almost as bad as USD's. Um, so I'm just really interested to see if oh, their geez. fans show up with with the number one team in the country in the house. I'm assuming here they, they are fighting for their playoff lives, right? So right. Once yeah. again, we always get them when they're at backs against the wall. It's, it's backs against the wall, and they've won three straight. So you 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 try to put your mind inside that locker room. Yep. And you know. What that feels like is, all right, we struggled early. We're getting it together. You know, we found a way to win last week. I mean, they, I guarantee they think they can do absolutely anything right now. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a dangerous place to be. Yeah. And really, like, it it, it kind of started, right? This They ended up, they did lose to Illinois State after Indiana State. Then they got right with Illinois, with Utah Tech, um, Missouri State. State. Previously. Southern, Southern, Southern Illinois, Illinois, they played a close game. So, they I mean, they really stubbed their toe against Illinois State. Um, so that's interesting. But they've lost to Sac State, they lost to Air Force, and they lost to North Dakota in the second week of the season. So I don't know how much we can glean from from that matchup at all. So we'll see. I'm, I, I, I think at this point, as long as I get the thumbs up from my wife, I'm planning on going. So nice. I'm excited for that uh, Rick, with Rick Jensen. So, yeah, oh, cool. I'm very excited for that. Garrett Meyer says he's going. I'm I'm really hoping I can make it. I've got a work thing that I should do, but I think I'm going to go down, go down to the game too. You've done enough work stuff this fall, Dallas. Oh my god! So Halloween is tomorrow. You're free. Well. You're free. I just worked for three months straight. Yeah. And I'm really not exaggerating. Oh, duh. Is there anyone from Sioux Falls going that Chad can go with? Let's ride share. Ride share. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm a good time. <laughs> I got plenty of whiskey. All right. Oh, wait, All that's right. not for the ride. That's once you get there. Hey, hey, bring some of that maple stuff and we meet up. That was so good. Mm. The, right. gonna, praline, so it, praline, praline pecan, you're talking ooh. about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we are we tailgating or hitting a bar if we make it? I don't know what the weather's gonna be like. Uh tailgating there's usually pretty decent. Um I don't know. We usually trunk gate and then hit up the parent tailgate when we go down there. Oh, that's Oh yeah. And last time I've told this story a bunch, but last time I was there was the the conference uh, conference championship winning uh, game, 
and everybody was down on the field afterwards. And man, it was, I had a really good time. Yeah. The Kellen Sulik pick, right? I, I yeah. was, I was, yeah, yeah, I was sitting next to Sulik's dad and he, he runs, runs back the pick and his dad's just streaming tears down his face. God, what a, it was such a cool moment. <laughs> it was cool. It was mm-hmm. glorious. I yeah. was there for that one too. Oh, were you really? I thought he was going to run out of steam on that. Oh, he tr- I think he tried. He's like, "Can I just stop now?" It was. <laughs> All right. So it says Saturday, high of fifty nine, cloudy early with showers for the afternoon. Bogus. So bogus. We'll see on that. That's all right. All right. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some predictions going here. So I got my. I got our handy dandy tracker sheet. And they got to add Dallas now. So, uh, Dallas, since you're here, what's the score going to be? All right, we're, just, we're going straight to score here. I know. Let's let's do offensive first. Let's do offensive. Offensive. So. You know what? I want to go with Amar. Okay. He has been so much fun to watch, and just you can see the progression every single game. And I know that's not a new take. Lots of people are talking about that. I mean, he had a coming out game a few weeks ago, but just. The the way watching his cuts, seeing his vision, very difficult to tackle. <laughs> we were laughing at Kellen that. You had, your, you had your head down. <laughs> okay, um, but uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm gonna go with Amar. Uh, would love to see him just own this game because I, I think we're gonna win this one on the ground. Nice, Chad. I'd really like to see Landon Wolf have a breakout game. You Me know, too. that's. Uh, <clears throat> He's he's quick, man, and uh, that might be what we need that we've been missing uh, against them specifically. So, okay. Um, unlike Dallas, I think we're gonna pass for a bajillion yards in this game. So I'm taking Jackson. Fair. Yeah, we're going Jackson. All right. Uh, defensively, then um, this is gonna be an interesting game. I just, I honestly, with their secondary or with their passing offense, I I, I just don't know. Um, you know, this week, Kale Reader did not play again. I saw him on the sidelines. He was in good spirits. So hopefully he gets through concussion protocol. I'm assuming that's what happened, uh, based on how he was acting at UND. Um, so we'll see, uh, on that, the, so I'm going with Kobe Herter, Kobe Herter, going to get a couple interceptions, two interceptions, Kobe Herter. I like that. I like that. You know, Dallas, he's he's been playing his tail off. He's likely to get one if anybody does. But I think I'm going D-line on this one, and I'm going to go, for some reason, I'm feeling Reese Winkleman. Nice. Reese Always Lynn. a safe choice. Yeah. I All mean, right, Dallas. I know he's a personal favorite of yours, Dallas. Yeah, he is, 100%. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Sabian Williamson. Honestly, no other reason than I just want to see him have a breakout game. Hey, cool. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. All right. Cool. Chad, score. Okay, is this where we get to talk about how we didn't get to a 50 Butter Burger presented by Culver's the last two games? Yeah. Because I am telling you, we have been within a gnat's ass of a 50 (laughs) Butter Burger, and we still haven't got it. God damn it. Um, Pardon my French. But I just... How do you feel? ah, I mean, let's go for two, shall we? Let's just do it. They can't stop. I don't know. Give 85 a, a jet sweep or something. Just let's get that butter burger. Um, <laughs> Give 85 a jet sweep. <laughs> Who's going like to tackle that? him? You want to tackle him? I got to tackle that guy. I, I ain't going to tackle him. 
it took you a second, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Uh, I like us in that 30, 30 range for points on this game. You know, I, I'm i afraid to make that low of a, low of a guess, but because the past two games I've guessed lower and then we've been higher, which I guess maybe that's what I should do. Heck, I'll take 30, 30 17 us. Okay. Dallas, you want to go or want me to go? I'll go. 38, yep. 28. Good 28, 28. All right. I, I had written down before you guys even said it, 45 to 28. Ooh. So, yeah, 45, 28. I think they're, they're going to score some points. That's uh, yep. I mean, they've got they've got good players. As much as I'd love to think we're going to pitch a shot on every game because our defense is all world, they're they're going to they're going to get theirs a little bit. Yep, yep. I think we this is going to be an exciting game. I, I don't anticipate a blow up. Um, anticipate just a, a fun game, high scoring game. We'll and see. I, I I fully expect this one to be to feel like a meat grinder into like the middle of the third. Yeah. And I, I would feel better if we had Bach, you know, just for his 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 ability to cover all of the field. Same with Stalbert, you know, his ability to cover all the field. So we'll see. I mean, there's not a team that we've played that coach doesn't think's a good football team. And that's definitely true with this team. They are yeah. a good football team. They got a lot of players. You know, they got scholarships too. They're gonna yep. score some points. Oh, yeah. They have good players. Yep, definitely. All right. Um, with that, I just want to say thank you again to our sponsors, um, Cottonwood Coffee, Drake's Place, Dakota Iron. Thank you for your sponsorship. Thank you, Culver's. Uh, thank you, Shenanigans. Club. Yep, yep, yep. So thank you, guys. We just really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone that's listening, subscribing, sharing. Yep. Um, please, please hold on. Can I, I know yeah. we're trying to wrap here quick to be yeah, on no. time. Nope. Uh, I was going to go off on this rant earlier. Take a minute wherever you are if you're listening to this and the podcast after the fact, like most folks, or if it's live, share on some sort of social media. We're trying to grow this thing. Uh, we've we've proven uh, even on Twitter where we're you know fairly uh, uh, active that not everybody knows about us. So if you could just take a second, share the podcast, share the link on Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is you're doing. Word do of that. mouth, yeah, please, is a please, big please. thing. Yep. Uh, and, and I did want to say thank you to whoever that guy was that stood up along the railing and was constantly on Midco that was wearing a Jackrabbit Illustrated hat. Uh, that was really cool. I got about a half dozen pictures of that, of people sending me screenshots of, of, it, of him. So whoever if anybody that is, knows who it is, we'll yeah. buy him a beer, right? Yeah. Thank you, whoever that is. Anything else, fellas? Nope. Just uh, go big, go Go blue. blue. Go, Go Jackson. Jackson. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to thank our title sponsors, Drake's Place of Bottle and Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro of Brookings. We would also like to thank our other sponsors, Dakota Iron Equipment of Sioux Falls, Shenanigans Sports Bar and Grill in Sioux Falls, and Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. And as always, Go Jack.